Welcome to Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. Now here is your host, Katrina Forseth, a missionary serving as state director for CEF of Illinois. Hi, and thank you for listening to Telling Future Generations, where it is our desire to ignite God's people with a passion and to equip them in telling future generations about God and His Word. Easter is a very special time of year for me because it reminds me of the time when God changed my life and He turned my world upside down. It was March 1985, and it was Easter season. I was 15 years of age, and even though I was brought up in a solid Christian home and had known Christ since I was a child, in my heart, I was drifting further and further away from Him. I felt like I was two different people, living two different lives, one around my family and church friends, and the other around my friends at school. I was miserable. I was caught between two worlds, but with an ever-growing conviction in my heart that I wasn't where I should be with the Lord, but not knowing how to change or to live my life any different. Then it happened. My mom told me we were going to an Easter katata in Finley, Ohio, at a large church in town that we did not attend. I didn't want to go. I was a teenager, and going to some Easter song play at some church I didn't know or anybody else who was there was the last place that I wanted to be. But we went, and I didn't have a choice. I remember we were sitting up in the balcony, and I was glad because I didn't feel like talking or seeing anyone. But there was someone there that day who wanted to talk to me, and he saw me and he knew exactly where I was sitting and where I was in my relationship with him. Nothing was hid from his eyes. Looking back, I don't remember much about that Easter play, but I do remember that at one point they turned off all the lights and they had only one spotlight focused all on the cross. They were singing some song, but it wasn't any of the words that I can recall to this day. But my eyes and my heart, they were riveted on that cross because I was remembering and I was realizing again all that Jesus had done for me that I had tried to forget. It's as if the Lord came near, sat beside me in the darkness and whispered deep into my heart, Katrina, I did all that for you. Why won't you live all for me? That question broke me open like a floodgate. Suddenly, all my gospel childhood training days came rushing back and flooding into my heart. John 3.16 became real to me, and not just some childhood verse I had memorized so many years ago. As I looked at the cross, it was no longer for God so loved the world, but for God so loved me, Katrina, that he did that all for me. Tears came rolling down my cheeks in the darkness of that balcony, and there in that quiet moment, I told the Lord that I was sorry. I was sorry that I walked away and tried to run away from him. I repented and told him, no more one foot over here and one foot over there. No, from now on, I wanted to live my whole life only for him and whatever that meant. From that point on, my life was changed. It was like the Lord had used that simple, quiet moment to break me open, shattering my self-made cocoon that entrapped me and brought me to an end of myself. The Lord then, by His power and His love, His forgiveness and His grace, He set me free so that I could now, by faith in Him, live all for Him as a new creation in Christ that He had always designed for me to be. He changed my life so radically that I didn't even hardly recognize the person that I had been or that he was changing me into. It felt like God had come and changed me from the inside out, that he had flipped my life upside down, and my life since that time has never been the same. Second Corinthians 5.17 soon after became my life verse and also the butterfly, a symbol for my life, 
of my new life, living in and all for Christ and my desire to live for him. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Some changes that God did in my life were radical and they were right away. And other changes were slow in coming as God changed me little by little. And he's still changing me even to this day. God changed my desires. All I wanted to do now was to commune with him, to talk to him. I wanted to spend time with him in prayer and in God's word. That was the most important part of my life now every day. I remember praying on the bus ride to school, praying in the study hall, in the public school, and praying upstairs in my room. Every moment I could get, I would take to be with my God. I longed to know him, to talk with him, and to walk with him. God changed my habits. I couldn't get enough of God's word. I memorized God's word. I wrote down God's word. I studied God's word. And if I could, I wanted to devour God's word. I remember I longed to even one day go to Bible school when I finished high school where I could just sit and study God's word full time all the time. Today, I wish I could even go back to Bible school and do it all over again because I think I'd even get more out of it the second time around. God began to change so many other things about me. It was like a domino effect. He changed my ambitions. He changed my dreams. He changed my plans. He changed my friends. And he even changed the music that I listened to. I remember just a few months later that same year in May of 1985 when some of my former friends came over to visit me. And they were looking for my music cassette tapes upstairs in my room that they knew that I had spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on. And I told them I threw them all away. They looked at me and they were aghast and they were frustrated at me. And finally, one of them broke the silence and said, Katrina, what happened to you? I tried to explain and tell them that my life now was all about Christ. I still don't think I did a very good job. And I think I even botched it to this day. But I tried to tell them that the person that I was before, I was no longer because I wanted to now live for Christ. And it was Christ in me who was making me and changing me into the person that he had always wanted me to be. Looking back at my life, Christ saved me and came into my life, not when I was 15, but when I was a child at the young age of four. And for a while, I grew in the Lord, and I did walk with him. But as I grew older and the years went by, I began to neglect my life and my walk with the Lord. But Christ, through it all, he never left me. But it was rather I who had drifted away and then tried to walk away from him. And I'm so glad that God is the hound dog of heaven and that he never let me go. And he will never let his children go. I'm so thankful that God waited patiently for me and he broke me and he lassoed me in with his gracious arms of love. The truth about the Christian life is this. If you are a saved, born-again child of God, having put your faith in Christ as your Savior, that you can walk as close to the Lord as you want to, but you can also walk as far away from him as you want to as well. But God, by his grace and his love and his mercy, will always seek to pull you back to himself, because that's God. And I'm so glad that God did that for me. And that is one of my primary reasons why I do what I do this day in serving the Lord as a missionary with Child of Ains and Fellowship, because I want to tell children, the future generations, what God did for me. It's what moves me to go out and minister to others for his name. Yes, I want children to know that they can come to know Christ as I did at an early age and receive him as their Lord and Savior when they're a child. But I also want them to know that they don't have to wait until they're older to live for Christ or waste their childhood or early youth years like I did, but they can live every day for Christ and with Christ, and that living for Christ is the only way to live. 
Christ in my life at the age of four was new life, forgiveness of sins and having the promise of eternal life and being with God one day forever. But living for Christ through Christ living in me by faith, beginning at the age of 15, was and is a life transformed. Galatians 2.20 is another one of my favorite verses that describes a Christ-lived life like this. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amy Carmichael, the famous missionary who rescued and raised orphaned and temple enslaved children in India for over 52 years without a missionary furlough, explained what this verse meant to her like this. May my eye in my life be so crossed out by the cross of Christ that people no longer see me, I, but only Christ who lives in me. And that's what God wants from each of us. He wants our permission and our submission to him by faith to die to ourselves and to surrender our eye to Christ and say yes to him by faith. So there's no longer we who live, but Christ living in us. And that's what I desire to live every day in my life. So that is no longer I that liveth, but is Christ that liveth in me and through me. Why? For only one life will soon be passed, but only what is done for Christ will last. You see, Easter may hold different memories for each of us, but the message of Easter is one and the same, and it has not changed. Rather, it is the power of God to change us. The message of Easter, the cross of Christ and his resurrection, is simple enough for a young child to understand, or a rebellious youth, or a distant adult who's far from God. God so loved the world, and that includes you and me, that he gave his only son to take our place, our punishment for our sin, dying the death that we deserved. Christ gave his blood, he gave his life in payment for our sin, and that he was buried and rose again on the third day, just as the scriptures said. Christ, through the giving of his life, opened the way through him to the Father, so that if we by faith believe in him as our Lord and our Savior, we can be forgiven of our sin and have the gift of eternal life through faith alone in Christ. But Christ didn't just die and rise again to give us eternal life and a home in heaven one day. Christ daily longs to give us to us right now through us living a life of faith and trust in him, a new life, a transformed life, as we live a life of faith, not in ourselves and for ourselves, but through him living his life in us and through us. And why should we now all live for him? Because he loved us. He gave himself all for us so that we could be in him and with him forever. And that's why for so many years, almost since that day, in almost every correspondence and every email or text where I sign my name, I sign it by saying, in Christ. In Christ is a constant reminder to me since that day that yes, Christ is in my life by faith, and I am in Christ, but also that Christ wants to live through me in all that I say, and all that I do, because I am in Christ, a new creation every day. Every day, when I choose to live by faith in Christ, then I'm allowing Christ who lives in me to change me and to keep on changing me to be all that he wants me to be. For I am in him, in Christ, a new creation. I don't think I'll ever forget what God did in my life that Easter season back in March of 1985, all those many years ago. Now, most every Easter season since that time, in one way or another, God brings it back to my mind, that simple love of his cross, and causes me to remember again of that special time when God came and drew near and brought me back to himself 
through his love and reminded me that I am his, I belong to him, I am his new creation in Christ, and he wants me to live in Christ, in him, every day. The question that the Holy Spirit asked me that day is one that I want to always remember and never forget. Christ died for me. How can I not live all for him? And that question is a question that each of us, as his children who have believed by faith in his Son, need to ask and answer to ourselves every day, and especially at this Easter season. Christ died for me. How can I not live all for him? And the answer is because if we are in Christ, we are his new creation, created to live a life of faith all for him who gave himself all for us. If you know him this Easter season, I just want to encourage you to remember the cross, to remember all that Christ did on that cross in that empty grave for you out of his love for you and to ask you and encourage you to give your life all for him. But if you don't know him as your Lord and your Savior, today is a day, and what a day that would be this Easter season to call upon his name, to believe on him as your Lord and Savior. Thank you again for listening to Telling Future Generations, and may you have a blessed Easter season as you remember and celebrate all that Christ did on that cross for you so that you might live all for him and for the future generations so that they may know him and live to tell others of Christ's great love for them too. Thank you for joining us today for Telling Future Generations, the radio ministry of Child Evangelism Fellowship of Illinois. To learn how you can partner with Child Evangelism Fellowship to reach children in your community, please call 309-688-9699 or visit cefofillinois.com. Please join us again next week at the same time for Telling Future Generations. Tell me again